There we go. Welcome to the pre-show. Took long enough to get that started. Sorry about that. Sometimes audition takes a long time to start up. So actually, I think I... No, my my laptop has been slowing down lately, like uh-huh. dog slow, and I couldn't figure out why. And now I realize... It's not because you have 8 million tabs open on your... I just closed them all. Okay. And I'm probably going to like curse myself for not having them open now, but, you know, refinding them, but I'll go... Can't history. you just go into the Google and yes. just say re- reload yes. all tabs? If I would have saved them that way, but I just closed them all. Um, it, it still saves them. Okay. Uh, so, in Yosemite, in OS 10.10, OS X 10.10, they... Um, Go on. They changed, um, for SSDs, there's a thing called trim support, which where the operating system tells the hard drive what space has been free so it can do better on garbage cleanup. They... Started kernel driver signing in OS in Yosemite. Excuse me, and use the button. Use the button. Uh, use kernel dri- uh, driver signing in Yosemite. So now they only allow trim support for Apple Flash, and you can't turn it on like you used to be able to. So I'm thinking that's why my computer's slowing down so much because okay. the drive SSDs have this performance drop if you. They don't have good garbage collection, and you don't have trim support turned on. Trim support is... It tell, the operating system tells the drive... Yeah, but it's that's just... Why is it called trim? I don't know what trim stands for. Okay. It's just what you need to have. Screaming fast SSD. And, uh... Yeah. So, anyway. So sometimes, like, audition, you'll start audition, and you'd expect it to start in three or four seconds on Flash... And it takes like 20 seconds. The nerve. We're going back to like 10 years ago. I know. It's horrible. Freaking horrible. Can you, can you hear that on, on mic? The stuff going on upstairs? Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's the Easter Bunny up there. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, Easter Bunny will be done by the time you start the paint show. Stuff happening. Um, I'm in a... I'll be honest. I'm not in the best uh, of moods. Um, no, no. I'm uh, having a, a fight of sorts with, uh, with my parents, I guess you could say. Uh, good news, I guess, we may not have to visit them when you go down to, <laughs> to okay. save her. Well, that's, I, that's, that's too bad. Yeah. I mean, you're employed in everything, so usually the fights happen when you're between jobs. <laughs> it, it's me being mad at them, mostly, oh, okay. as opposed to the other way around. Um well, you, it's still you being mad at them when you're between jobs because they're super pushy, trying to you know get you. It's looking for work again. <laughs> yeah, now, this is more about um, the way that. Well, well, you haven't found a nice Jewish girl yet. No, no, it's it's about it's about the way that uh, that they uh have taken things that I've said and and used them as bludgeons to other people and I'm okay yeah I, I, that's all I want to go into it but anyway it's, okay. it's it it's not the best of uh, of times right now so well let's, here let's yeah let's uh let's talk about other things mm. huh let's uh let's forget all about let's talk about more about trim support you were so interested in trim support. <laughs> I have the new uh, OSX on my, you know, the, like the, whatchamacallit, the new version, mm-hmm. the, the one that's Yosemite. beta. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, 
ten ten three or something yeah. like that. So that seems to work fine. But well, I mean, <laughs> you have Apple Flash, yeah. So you got you know you're a first class citizen. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you heard or seen anything about the button Reddit? the button no I don't think I have so here it is it's kind of an interesting social experiment uh, they have this thing called the button and they have a link on, on your uh, on whatever you go to any page that okay. says don't press the button and then you go to this thing and it get, takes you to the button and then you have an option to press it and I pressed it immediately because I was like what, the, what is this about Okay. Uh, and you can only press the button once so and only accounts that, have, that were part of Reddit before this date mm-hmm. can press the button once. So it's sort of weird to see. You know, people are questioning what happens when it gets down to zero, and and because it it goes for um, sixty seconds, the counter, and for a while, everyone was just it was just being pressed, 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 and no one really knew. Oh, so they're trying to see how long it takes before. A minute elapses between after the last button press, and there's it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet, and there's interesting things happening too to sort of incentivize button pressing and not button pressing. You get this flare on your name in this subreddit, whether you press the button or not. So there are lots of people who you can see with the gray ones. There are people who have not pressed the button. I mean, people who I are should, avoiding pressing the button I should log into Reddit and. Interestingly enough, because you know, for the first couple of days, it was just getting pressed all the time. Interestingly enough, people found out that after about fifty seconds, if 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 you press the button past fifty seconds, you get a slightly different color flare, uh-huh. <laughs> and it tells you how how what the button what the time the button was at when you pressed it, and then at forty seconds, they turned out to be another flare color, <laughs> and so now. It's turned into a, like, do I want to keep a gray button or do I want to, you know, wait till I get 10 seconds and get that new button, get you know, get that new flare? And so when will the button ever end? Well, at, right before the last person on Reddit presses the button, right? <laughs> at 59.99 at seconds. And, you know, the people who are like, oh, yeah, I, I, I kept wanting to not push the button, but I had to push the button. <laughs> Let's see. I should get the button. I can Do I have to go to a subreddit to see it or something? Um, I don't know. On April Fool's Day, it was on uh, uh, like this. Just every page, I think. But yeah, you may just have to go to Reddit slash r slash the button. Oh, I don't have the button. Don't have to no, go somewhere else. Go to yeah, just go to Reddit slash R slash the button. Yeah, that's right. Well, oh, that's where I intended to go. <laughs> you must have done a search in that subreddit for the button. Ah, there we go. Ooh. Yes. So You could say it says how to press the button on the side. There's actually a link that tells you how to press the button because it's actually a two-step process. You have to unlock okay. it and then press it. Oh, it has a little... It's like a missile silo right, button. Yeah. Nice. So I think it's a very... I mean, it's, it's kind of an insidious little social experiment. I, it's a fun experiment. Yeah. I mean, I, I forget which one of those 
podcast, you know, the Radio Lab Freakonomics, probably probably was Freakonomics I was listening to about the um, the Facebook. Um, what's the group called? It's a group that does the the. <laughs> they have a whole data analytics. Okay, uh, sure, I mean, but sure, sure. but it's it's more of gathering social information type thing. So, like the part of the stuff was about how they phrased reporting content. You know, if you wanted a picture of you taken off, you know, and, and it was really interesting. But it it also it kind of some people were concerned that you know, I mean, because Facebook can collect so much data so fastly. Sure. Uh, whenever they want to run some kind of experiment or some kind of survey or something like that, they can run so much data so fast. And like, so they're doing things to help with suicide prevention and things like that. But the concern is, you know, kind of the ethics of it and, you know, and so it was in the podcast. And but here the, comes that dumb privacy argument again. <laughs> yeah. Here comes that dumb <laughs> privacy. But the scale of, of the way that, uh, the scale of everything, you know, when they, just the way they told the story was, was very impressive. Okay, explain hockey to me because I'm hockey to you because we I, there was this um, late silver post about mm-hmm. uh, the the loser point in hockey mm-hmm. that is part of the way that standings it's are. the tie point not the loser point. Well, it is a loser point, right? Because you, you don't the get the point unless you go to overtime. But you get yeah so. The way hockey used to work is if you the the final outcome of the game is what points were based on. So if you won the game in regular time, you got two points. If you won the game in overtime, you got two points. If you tied the game at the end of overtime, you got one point each for each team. And if you lost the game in overtime, you got no points. You lost you lose the game in regular time, you get no points. And overtime was crazy fucking boring in the NHL because no one wanted to lose that potential one point. So the players never really went for it. So they changed the law or the rules. I think back in 2007, I think it was, um, I didn't know that off the top of my head, but it was, I think that's the year it was mentioned in the, in the blog, the 538 blog. And, uh, so now the way it works is if you make it to overtime, you're guaranteed at least one point. And if you win, you still get two points. So now there's no incentive to play safe in overtime. So the overtimes are much more fan-friendly. They're much more exciting. There's no downside to playing risky and hard in overtime now. But now there's no attempt to play risky and hard in, in the third period. Because if you have a tie, you... Are going to have you? You're going to want to keep that tie, right? I mean, you could you could argue. Let me get my whole thought out before because I know what I know what you want to do. Or I know what you're going to say. No, I'm not saying you're trying to short. You're trying to sabotage me, but I know. Just let me get the whole thought out, and that is, you could have made the argument before that people in the last five minutes of the third period could be playing safe before in 2006 as well because there's still that tie. In 10 minutes at the end of the five minute overtime. Statistically, Nate has shown that it's not the same, that they're more conservative now, but the game has also changed so much since 2007. And I think he mentioned that a little bit, or one of the inter- people we interviewed mentioned that. The game's different, so I think that's a big part of it as well. Um, 
I think it's I think it's still a plus. I was curious to see how through the progression of the season, how there was this like this bent knee about how it starts out kind of flat, gets more aggressive towards the mid third of the season, and then it gets more conservative towards playoff time. Right, because everyone wants to get in the playoffs. So yeah, uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. Um, I mean, I think it's an interesting fact that they put out. I think it's good data. It probably says something that most people didn't presume to start with. I still think that the NHL, the teams, the paying ticket holders would like this much better than watching a couple teams skate in circles for five minutes in overtime. Well, here is... Because it's not about the five... It's not about... Okay, so you watch people skate around in circles for five minutes at the end of the game and at the end of overtime or at the end of the third period. It's not about the five minutes watching people skate in circles. It's about leaving the game that you paid $70 for with a definitive outcome. Well, right. So my question is just run overtime. No, No ties. No point given to a loser. Just overtime, sudden death overtime. Yeah, they like do that in the, the they do that in the playoffs. I think uh, that would be too hard. I mean, that would be too hard on the players for That's the regular season. That's not what the, st- no? the stats show. That that the that going beyond like second overtime is is extreme extremely rare. The um. There's there's probably a lot more economics involved with it because in the regular season, you know, it's more of a it's more of a factory type thing, right? You know, play the game, get people out of there, and if they don't know if the game is going to end by eleven o'clock, you know, all the people that have to work the arena and all that stuff, it it's the logistics of having sudden death overtime for eighty four games. For it hasn't stopped baseball, and baseball makes the most money of all these sports in in stadium stuff. Okay, sure. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to look at different yeah. angles. Uh, I would worry that it would, you know, take a toll on the players. It would that uncertainty would be hard for the business. You know, those would be my first two points of view. I mean, you sell more concessions. So, so the so the long. overtime after the five minutes of overtime, they go into a shootout now. So, mm-hmm. and that whole rule change was about giving the ticket pay, ticket buyer. A definitive outcome at the game. Your team either wins or they lose. And then the whole points is an incentive to keep the players from not taking risks. Right? Because when you make it to overtime, you're guaranteed a point. So you can play as risky as you want in overtime and it's not going to hurt you. But you can get situations where in the playoffs, people like teams that have lost more or have not won as many games as other teams. Sure, there's still numbers games, right? There's There's still people who... Don't want that overtime loss on their record or need the win on their record. Um, so, I mean, how else are you going to do it? You're going to, like, like not let the players know the outcomes of the game so they don't know the standings, you know? You're like, just no, play I'm, the game. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that it, it, it seems counterproductive to give people a point just for getting to... Why whoever's watching. <laughs> just, just for tying. It, it, it just, you know, you should get... You either get points or you don't. You win or you lose. And that's a definitive outcome, and that should be what matters in the standings, not that you got to a tie. I mean, it incentivizes them just to get to playoffs, <laughs> just to get a point, period. 
It would get to get to overtime. overtime. Yeah. I I think that's one of the unforeseen outcomes. You know, there's, but how are you going to eliminate you know a a, a period of time towards the end of the game where people are playing conservative? You know how 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 by you... by making it so that you don't get any points for. You don't get points for losing, and there are no ties. And play and and. So I mean, I guess you know that what they could do is they could still have the five minutes, and then the shootout, and then it wouldn't be hours long, mm-hmm. and you don't incent. So let's see. You are tied towards the end of the game. I, I I think that then you'd have you'd probably have something like teams changing their lineups to be extra good in the shootout, and not as good in um, end of the game play or something like that. You know, I don't know how that would work, but you'd have someone trying to because that makes the shootout that much more important. Because if you lose the shootout, you get no points, and so that makes that part of the game more. Uh, but wouldn't you want to win before you get to the shootout then? Because the shootout is kind of a crapshoot. It's it's a yeah. So you play hard to try to win before that. Yeah, I, I think what you mentioned has merits. I'd have to think on it more and probably lets people know a lot more about hockey statistics mm-hmm. than I do. Yeah, but, this, you know. I mean, this is coming from somebody who knows extraordinarily little about hockey. So the mm-hmm. the possibility that uh, that my idea is way off base is a very large factor. Right. I, I was an interesting story. I... I like I said, I'm I'm with the intent where, you know, overtime and the shootout are exciting parts of the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the parts that the ticket holders remember and leave away with. And there's no, you know, indecisive tie game. So I, I think, you know, taking away the overtime loss point could spur play. Um, teams with the lead would probably be the ones playing most conservatively in the last five minutes of regular time then. If you're up by one goal, yeah, you know, those teams are going to have to play even more conservatively because they have more... They're the ones that have the most to lose. Yes. So that but, that, but that is standard in across most sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in football, you play conservatively when you have the right. lead. If you're in basketball, you play conservatively when you have right, the lead. Right, right. B- b- baseball, too. You play... There's ways to play conservatively uh, in baseball. You know, you, you 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 have your guys protect the lines. You don't, you, know, you bring your guys in and in, in the infield and have the defensive plays. Right. Okay, I got nothing else on on that. Oh, I want to press this button so bad. <laughs> no, not really. I'm just teasing. Uh, so I I assume I want, you... I want to see a, the histogram on like. Intervals between presses. Yeah, I'm sure they have that. I'm sure they're not going to release that until you know mm-hmm. the whole experiment's over, right? Or if they will at all. I mean, what? There's no need. Yeah, they don't have to release it. But I'd love to see what the histogram is now. What's the average length between presses? Longest one that's happened so far. Yeah. Those kinds of things would be really cool to see. You know, just as a curious experiment observer, because mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate this experiment. <laughs> it's very. It's a, it's kind of very Skinner box like, right? <laughs> Who knows? 
So I assume you haven't had a chance to watch Community or... I did. I've watched oh. all of the Community. Oh, okay. And I've only watched the first episode of uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. What do you think? I think it's good. It, it's definitely different than what the other Community was. Yeah, I, it, it took me some time to, def- to, to warm the, up. The, the writing... The writing seems like a half-step not as good as it was before. I mean, there's like... Interesting. Cu- I mean, a couple of the jokes just seem not as sharp or not as bright you know it just it just seems like it's a half step behind i kind of feel like i really like the first episode the second and third episode were kind of iffy to me this fourth episode i thought was fourth one was a gay dean one yeah okay. and and i had to watch it a second time to, to to really appreciate it but then i started to really you know i i got it i sort of mm-hmm. understood more what 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 was going on, and and I also left uh, considerably more in this fourth episode than than I think the other mm-hmm. ones. I think you kind of had they had to basically rebuild the ensemble because there's yeah a bunch of oh, the, the school board guys were hilarious. Yeah. I mean I think they may have been better than they were on the network show in this episode. I think they were really written to 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 shine and stand out in this episode. <laughs> uh, I liked the. I thought the uh, one with the 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 Karate Kid with uh, Ken Jeong, <laughs> Ken Jeong and Jason Manzukas. I yeah. thought that was interesting how how they put that twist in. You know where you know. Well, I mean that twist is uh, that's the atonement with the father, right? That's step six on the on the uh, Harmon story circle. It's when <laughs> you, you think you have the story figured out, but no, it turns out <laughs> the story was about something different. So. Uh, Right. And that that really was, you know, all the stories had that step kind of highlighted in that episode. They mm-hmm. all had it where there was a kind of it, it, that step was a was a twist in your perspective. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Weird the, uh, you know how like like when they filmed the actual uh, production of the play, right? Uh-huh. Everyone's so moved right. by it. <laughs> you know, it, I I felt that that didn't really illustrate why they removed so much as yeah as other things seemed like that was a little bit glossed over you know that's part of the half step behind is what i'm talking I, about I, i've been talking about. i think that it was yeah i think that the intention was to mm, the, the, the intention was to, to, to be farcical essentially about how this you know of course this dumb <laughs> this dumb karate kid thing is not gonna blow people away <laughs> but it did in this universe right uh but that's you know, it, yeah, it didn't necessarily come across that way. Um, still, there were there are some moments that are were fantastic, like in the third episode when uh, when Britta is, is singing the song, and then the whole thing <laughs> breaks open. <laughs> that was awesome. I I, I felt. And then they cut back to reality, yeah. and you and you remember that the continuing storyline is how bad Britta right. can sing. <laughs> Uh, that was just that was like a beautiful moment. I love that. Just the way Britain and her parents. That was pretty good. It was okay. I wasn't a huge fan of that episode. No? Okay, I thought that one. I like that part. I thought I, I enjoyed that part. Um, the VR thing was just goofy. <laughs> big big part. <laughs> yes, of that. the VR thing was very goofy. Very very yeah. It was it was over goofy kind of. 
those two episodes, they, they were the two that were directed by Jim Rash and Nat Faxon. So they're the two and four. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're very interesting. Uh, the first episode was directed by Rob Schraub, who's kind of a – he knows what to do. The third episode was Bob Goldthwaite. Okay. It's, it's interesting to see the different directors and how they approach the material. The other thing, though, is that Yahoo allows these episodes to be long. This this uh, fourth episode was 30 minutes. I mean, okay. the t- typical community episode is 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. they, they had to nail it for for, uh, for network. And so you can let moments last longer. You can cut out less things, but also that means that you're... Make sure you don't dilute it, right? It, it's sometimes not as sharp, right? Because you, you don't get the... The really fine point on your jokes, you can you can let you can let some jokes breathe, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always work to your advantage, right? We'll see. I'm 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 still cautiously optimistic that you know it's going to get better and better because they had to sort of bring these you know these worlds together and and these new characters in, uh, and I'm still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's it it doesn't feel quite as on point, but it's. Also, one of those things where Community is one of those shows where I need to usually go back and watch it a second time to to absorb, right, the, the all the good stuff. But Kimmy Schmidt, what did you think of that one? It was good. I, like I said, I only watched the first episode. Uh, I didn't really know what I was getting into at all. Actually, I was expecting to see Tina Fey in the show. <laughs> is she in the on the, in the eventually, series? Eventually, eventually, okay. Yeah, I was expecting to see Tina Fey in the show, and like, nope, no Tina Fey. But I, I liked it. I, uh, I like the characters that they started to develop, and yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like a, 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 the show is like snowball is going down a hill. Eventually, it turns into just an avalanche of comedy. By about episode six or seven, you're 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 cracking up every other minute. Okay. Uh, I mean, like literally, you know, don't I don't usually literally laugh out loud mm-hmm. at stuff, and I was laughing out loud constantly. <laughs> so it, it's really, really good. And there were, you know, even great things in the uh, in the first episode too. Like, uh, and yes, there was weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ellie Kemper is, I mean, amazing. Mm-hmm. She is really. Uh, She's a treasure. I mean, she has such great like facial effects. She can she can contort her face in such amazing ways. And she, oh, she's so good at playing naive, naivete, yeah. naivete or innocence, right? And uh, and yeah, that fits perfect into this mm-hmm. this role of what she's been cast to do. And now she's breaking out into the world. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching more. When I yeah, you know, I have them downloaded. I just got to get through them. So. Spent the time, you know, it was less daunting to catch up on community, so I figured I'd spend yeah. the time watching those. Uh, the, oh. Go- the Goldbergs is pretty good this season. Uh, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I-, I like that show. I like how it has a lot of. I mean, he's like, you know, the guy who produced the show, the stories that they're writing are like for like our age group exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that we had growing up, like, at like. Castle Grayskull, and I was talking with a guy at work that I'm friends with. Uh, he he's wanted to kind of turn me onto it at first, and he watches it, and he's also in the same exact you know generation. And we were talking about things, oh, and we we're kind of reminiscing about all these things. Yeah. And I mentioned Stompers. He's like, I don't know what Stompers are. You know, they're these little battery operated like monster trucks, and they came with like two sets of wheels. They had the rubber wheels and like these foam wheels you put on. I'm not sure. 
Unless you're the logic of the film goes. But, uh, you know, it's just, for me, it's, for me, it's one of those things. Yeah, mask? Mask. Mask was like cars that could turn into flying machines or something. And it was mm. called Mask because they all, I don't know, it was really stuff. Who knows? And so he had never really seen Stompers or didn't remember Stompers. This most recent episode of Goldberg's, they're sitting at the breakfast table and on the cereal box, like, free Stomper inside, you know? So, like, <laughs> yes, you know, finally. But, but that's, they, like, that's the joke? Well, it's not the joke for the show. It's for me and this guy because we were talking about Stompers. It was... But that's, I mean, just showing something. Well, no, that really exists. It's it's kind of there's 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 Easter eggs in the show, you okay. know. And this was an Easter egg on the on the cereal box. It wasn't part of the storyline or anything like that. And it's, I mean, but they're so good. The prop guys and are so good at finding these things that nerdy suburban kids like us had, you know. Earlier, like his bedroom on his dresser, in one of the episodes, I think it was in the first season, on his dresser, he had like three things that I had. He had the GoBots transporter, he had, I forget what the other ones were, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know, nostalgia Easter egg type stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. Okay, not Dr. No Fun. <laughs> told you I was in a bad mood, man. Um, there's there is a a little like four minute um, community thing which is um, I I, I linked it to you I don't know if you saw it it was the um, it's it's a kind of parody of the Matthew McConaughey uh, Lincoln ads with Abed okay no I haven't seen it Uh, yeah you should check that out because it it was really really funny okay will do alright should we go on to the show? I think we should probably go get some beer to drink. Right. Sounds like a plan. Hi, one viewer. We'll be back. We're going to just go to this fridge and get some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 